Greetings, Earthlings, and welcome to your weekly dose of newsy infotainment. It is Let's Be Treasonable coming to you from various locations, including Treasonable Studios in Los Angeles, with your cognitive dissonance on the panel this week. She is fresh off the most recent performance of her one-woman show, Once Upon a Kidney. It is a pleasure to have her back with us, uh, especially in light of everything that's going on. Joining us from Mid-City Los Angeles, it is comedian Amy Wittry. Welcome. Thanks, guys. It's nice to be here. I'm glad we could spend the, you know, end of days together. Well, this is, you know, one of the one of the topics we'll be tackling on this show is, is methods of communication in these times of of lockdown and and social uh distancing you know it's funny uh my my phone keeps wanting to autocorrect social distancing to social disintegration and every time it does that i'm like you know it makes a good case Uh, i can't really argue with that Uh, also on the panel this week as always we are joined by comedian scholar and the black voice of reason from the beautiful san fernando valley it is mr time and ship uh power to the people uh here the good to be with you dave and amy out here in van nuys california yeehaw Uh, yeah along with the big wahoo yes yes (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Good times. As as has been mentioned, I am Dr. David Robinson, your Vin Scully for the impending apocalypse and ideally the current one. And we will be <laughs> we will be talking a lot about our current Corona apocalypse. Uh, after this, a brief message from our sponsors at Community Spread. It's morning in America, and people are waking up to the great taste of Community Spread. I kind of want toast, but it can be so boring. Butter, margarine, jams, jellies. I want something new. Here, try this. It's community spread. But you've already taken a bite out of it. What are you, smooth down there? Try it. Whoa, that's sick. But what's in it? What's in community spread? We're still waiting for the CDC to let us know. Well, it's deli- Wait, did he just say the CDC? That's right. Community spread. Available at... Actually, I don't know where I got it. No, but seriously, back to that CDC thing. And it's not just for toast. Pancakes, waffles, sandwiches. Why, there's no telling where it'll show up. Community spread isn't recommended for older adults or people with chronic health conditions. Stop using community spread if you've experienced difficulty breathing or shortness of breath, persistent pain or pressure in the chest, bluish lips or face, new confusion, or an inability to arouse. Community spread. From the folks who brought you, I can't believe I'm not better. It's the toast-topping sensation that's sweeping the nation, and there's nothing you can do about it. Thank you. Community spread. (laughs) Fine. Fine folks there. (laughs) You're going to burn for that. <laughs> yeah, probably on on a stack of bodies at the end of this whole thing with everybody else. So I'm, I've, I've made my peace. I I I, I meant what I said. You're a sick I think. man. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> you know, it's uh, it's how we respond to these. And I I will say, you know, there there is there is well at least one thing. There there are a number of things you can do about uh, preventing community spread. Such as washing your hands. Um, little something I, I learned this week that I had not known previously. Uh, you guys know Hannah Ganson? No. Yes. 
great comedian, musical comedian. She's one of the folks who uh, does the Bark Show uh, in in Pasadena on Wednesdays. Well, pre-apocalypse on Wednesdays. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but she she does original songs and has a great song uh, called "Wash Your Hands." Uh, and it's it's she put an album out I think last year so check out her album Al the Bum and uh, look for the song uh, Wash Your Hands uh, that's one of the things you can do but I, I, I digress one of the things I learned from her song was that uh, singing Happy Birthday twice uh, is a roughly twenty seconds which is the the recommended amount of time to wash your hands for maximum effect and the thing I learned this week uh, from my sister uh, chatting with her was apparently the uh, the introduction the the Captain Kirk monologue from the Star Trek theme you know space the final frontier these are the voyages of the starship Enterprise on a five-year, you know, and I don't know if you have to do the Shatner voice. I do, but apparently that works out to be about twenty seconds. If you sing, also, Dave, take me to the wall. Sing it, boy. Yeah, that, that takes you to the. <laughs> Yeah. Take me to the water. You just keep saying it too. Take me to the water. W- would that be cultural appropriation, back. though, if I sing it? <laughs> yeah. Right. Hey, anybody can sing it. You can go to the water. There we go. What are you going to? We just take it to the water. I found that out when I was washing my hands. You can sing all kinds of songs. You can even do a rap, any of that. Yeah, whatever you want to do. <laughs> so, Corona Apocalypse, California is on lockdown, as is Illinois, New York. And I saw as we were starting to record, a uh, news alert popped up on my phone. New Jersey has apparently joined the club. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's, you know, it's, I think we're going to learn a lot from this. I think that, you know, I mean, you could play it either way. And I know people's lives is perspective. You could be like the folks who are, you know, going to the the stores and buying 20 dozens of eggs or the lady who had 30 fucking jugs of milk. You can look at it that way. Oh, but then you could also, I think your test of humanity will also come out because you got to see that, you know, you got, they, it's great. They put a line together for, um, for old people, you know, to, so they can get to the store instead of the folks who are just trying to run over everybody. I mean, it's, it's some, I think you're going to be tested to see where you are in your life in dealing with situations. I mean, because, you know, friends should be talking to each other. I think folks like we're talking right now, Yeah, reached out. And I think it's a great thing. You reach out to your family members. You know, it takes you off of yourself. Well, and, you know, as luck would have it, uh, we, a bunch of us now have a bunch of free time on our hands. So it's, it's a great way to pass the time is, is catching up with, uh, as, as you were saying, old friends, family. I, I talked to a couple friends uh, chatting uh, this week. I'm going to make a couple phone calls later today to some folks back in Chicago uh, who it's, it's been a while since I've talked to but yeah, you know, if you, uh, if you are sequestered in your home in uh, one of these States, and honestly, I got to say, even if you're not in one of these States based on, you know, best information available, it really is the right thing to do, you know, and, for, for people who are, you know, might be hearing this and being like, yeah, fuck that noise. You, you are allowed to leave, you know, it's, you can go out, get some exercise, ride a bike, go jogging, walking. Um, 
just, you know, maintain a distance of six feet from anyone who you pass and pretend they're a graveyard, you know, like uh, we used to do when we were kids or hold your breath when you're, when you're going past the graveyard. <laughs> and uh, well, you know, also there could be Dave, you know, people said, Hey, they get to spend time with the significant other and all that. But there also may be a lot of divorces happening too. Oh, and because, babies. Uh, and ba- yeah, you will have the Corona baby. Everyone forgets about the Corona baby. Uh, <laughs> they even stated that the um, the condoms are flying off of the shelves. One guy said they just guy came in and bought up all the condoms. Well, it's not when they fly off the shelves that it's what causes babies. It's when they fly anyway. Uh, <laughs> no, this is yeah. It'll be really interesting. I think that that you know if you not to go all you know pollyanna but uh if if you want to look at a plus side to this whole thing it is going to be a field day for the sociologists when all this is said and done uh because you you are seeing a lot of different approaches and i think a, a big problem is that since this whole thing started we've been getting different messages from you know professionals and doctors and scientists than we have from uh, well the white house and right. and fox news and uh it's, I, I, what is it one america news is that the one uh they're they're basically rt for trump during the the friday press briefing the the reporter who I, see this is one of those things. I know I have them marked on uh, on my devices as uh-huh. blocking their news just because it, it's not news and I don't need to know you know what the the morons are saying. I can just get that in general. But basically, this this woman got up uh, and asked trump that basically a softball question saying isn't it totally understandable to call it the chinese virus instead of the the coronavirus you know and basically yeah that this is this is where a lot of people are getting their information so it's it's understandable that there there are going to be problems there are going to be you know a bunch of idiot kids going off to spring break in florida because well we've been planning this for months um, right, you know, which doesn't necessarily have as much to do with the the right wing news sources in the White House, but pretty much up until this week, you had Republican governors and uh, Congress members who were you know posting photos on social media of them out with their families at restaurants, you know, that were totally crowded. Right. And I mean, do we still let these morons graduate? These spring breakers, do they still get to graduate? I, you know, I, I think uh, maybe we base that on survival rates. Yeah. yeah. Like my sister's in Florida, and she was she was pissed off at her governor. She says, you know, this idiot is now telling the kids to, to get off the beach. When it's like, you should have put this out monthly you know, when it first happened. Why aren't you guys buying in? You know, who's the guy that came out and stated that it was a hoax? You know, and it's like... Uh, Donald Trump. You know, <laughs> <the Trump laughs> yeah. you know, but he had... To, uh, wasn't it Mulvaney also said it? Yeah, was Mulvaney said it at CPAC. Uh, yeah. Sean Hannity yeah. said it on Fox uh, News. Fox News. Uh, before the yeah. other night when he said uh, that... He never said it was a hoax. And uh, I think it was uh, Lawrence O'Donnell who... Or maybe it was Brian Williams. Someone played the the clip of of Hannity calling the coronavirus a democratic hoax 
from like two weeks ago and then last night. I've never called it a hoax, you know. Yeah, this is this has been like a constant talking point on the right. And uh, so the what I originally started talking about is is for the folks who are getting their information from those sources how you found us and why you're listening. I don't know, but thank you. But it is okay to leave your house. You just, you know, like you have to go to the supermarket. If you have to go to a doctor, uh, you know, there, there are businesses that have been deemed essential. And as we were, as we were discussing before the show, California is one of those States where, uh, marijuana dispensaries have been deemed essential businesses. To some more than others, I would say. Uh, but yeah, it's. I, I, I want to talk. Well, I want to talk about that and essential businesses in just a second. But the the point being that, you know, I, this week I I went to the supermarket twice. I borrowed my neighbor's dog uh, to take the dog for a walk because dogs got to get out. Uh, went to the bank uh, to deposit a check had the uh, hand sanitizer out and ready after I touched the screen. So I was good to go. Uh, If I were a truly, truly responsible citizen, I would have uh, sanitized my hands before and after using, but you know, there's shortages. We gotta, we gotta make sacrifices where we can, but uh, yeah. So weed stores, essential businesses. And yeah, we, we were talking before the show. The one thing that didn't come up that, you know, if you want to go from a conspiracy sort of mindset, which I don't think this is really that conspiratorial, but I think one of the reasons and, you know, one of the reasons that, I mean, they're, they've closed bars, but you can still buy beer and liquor at, uh, at the supermarkets, at the 7-Elevens, liquor stores are open. People are going to need, you know, release valves and, you know, time. And like you were saying, there's going to be some divorces, uh, after all this. Yeah. You know, there's, there is a lot of stuff going on. People are going to be under a lot of stress. Well, I, I think that, you know, we, uh, I just was saying that because, you know, I have a friend of mine and his wife said, Oh my God, you're going to be here. I'm going to be stuck in the house with you because he all he talks about is politics and sports, and he gets real angry. And she said, "No, you can't be here. You got to fucking get out of the house. I cannot be in the house with you all the." So that's why he leaves. And then you know we would go to you know our cigar lounge that that I go to. It's been open. You know they they'll leave. You know and but everybody's pretty much spread out as best they can. You know uh, so you know. They've tried to, you know, to minimize everything, but a lot of, I don't think a lot of couples really want to be around each other. They, I mean, you're going to have to really change what, you know, some parents aren't used to their kids being home all day. Yeah. Then they got to deal with it. I think, I think it was Shonda Rhimes who tweeted, I've been homeschooling a six-year-old and an eight-year-old for one and a half hours. Teachers deserve a million dollars a week. No, a million dollars a day. <laughs> I agree. I don't know, man. I was... At first, I was bummed because I was solo, but I was like, no, I think it's better to be solo because if my ex was here, I would end up in jail, you know, for murder. So oh, God, yeah. I, I do feel like it's best. But on a serious note, though, this is also, there'll be a rise in domestic violence cases during this time, too, which is super unfortunate as a byproduct of all this. Right. Yeah, I think there could be. And oh, Yeah. You know, I think that is that is one of the plus sides, as we you know, said uh, during the intros, we were going to talk about technology and technological solutions to all this. 
I therapists and couples therapists are, I'm sure, still available uh, yeah. <laughs> to do sessions. Well, and yeah. it's sure it's going to be different when you're not in the same room as as people. But you know, folks, there there are plenty of there there are plenty of options for for getting help whether it's it's you know doing a uh, a conference call uh with your therapist with you know couples therapist whether it's just getting up and going for a walk going for a bike ride getting out but you know what dave i think that one of the things that really shocked me you know a lot of people are losing their job i talked to my sister today and a lot of your rental companies, because uh, she works at, uh, I think, uh, Hearst Rental at the airport in Florida. And oh, they're man. already laying people off. They're already getting rid of they, you know, because businesses are also suffering. you got people that aren't, they're going to lose their job. Yeah. And I, you know, I was thinking about that this morning uh, because I was thinking about all of the, the, you know, lies and candy coating that Trump has been spewing. And one of the things he said uh, was that, you know, our, our economy is strong and, you know, we're going to bounce right back from this and, and be right where we were. And it's like, no, maybe, you know, you will because, you know, you're, you're a con man and, and you've conned a lot of people over the years, so you got a lot of money. But for the folks, you know, who actually work for a living and, you know, even if you're not just paycheck to paycheck – it's going to be a different world coming out of this. And for a lot of people that is going to include not having your job. I mean, well, for me, I mean, I, you know me, I, I'm, I'm at juvie. People say, Hey man, how are things over at your job? And it's like, dude, I work in crime. <laughs> okay. So crime pays. I don't, I mean, we brought, you know, all this week they've been bringing kids in. You would think that crime would shut down. But people are still still committing crimes, and so we're you know they're locking kids up. I'm not really around them as much, but I mean, it hasn't stopped. You know, I don't know what they're going. You know, coming in for robbery, they're coming in for you know uh, gang banging, whatever. I mean, you know, but they're still coming in. So those type of jobs are still. Open. But I did hear that if you do not have a if you are they're going to cut people's time in jail as well as if you don't have a felony. They're going to let you go to, to, to show up cops so they'll be able to, uh, you know, have more cops to deal with issues. I mean, they're going to let them out. But then again, you know, people are also going to go out and start doing what they know that they always did, which was commit crime. So it always pays. Yeah, I was in the middle of job searching when all this went down. And the majority of my stuff, everything I've done the last year has been freelance and it's been event-based. Mm -hmm. So I'm like stressed <laughs> let's just put it that way yeah it's a stressful time it is and i and you know and that's what i was saying about you know you know people being for each other because you got folks that are going to go through some things their lives are going to especially you know people who've been you know doing well they've been working two or three jobs or whatever and they gotta you know they're, they're trying to show up things together i don't know i mean i don't know what you guys thoughts are on this uh stimulus package that he's going to try to put together where people are supposed to get at least twelve hundred to two grand uh, a month or something like that, that he's going to pay people. Yeah, I think it was. Well, I think it was uh, two payments uh, of like twelve hundred to two thousand uh, dollars, income dependent and all that. But uh, I, you know, I think it's it's a great idea, but 
you know, and props to Andrew Yang, who's probably like, I told them they should have been doing this all along. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, they're, they're dragging their feet on it. It's, it's one of those things, uh, that there was a, there was a relief bill in the Senate that was delayed because Rand Paul had to be Rand Paul and try and throw in an amendment that he knew wouldn't pass. And so that, that delayed the passage of the bill. And, you know, like Trump uh, was talking about the, uh, the wartime powers and, you know, having industry turn stuff over. He said he was going to do that, like, what, three days ago? And right. still hasn't done it. You know, he said, well, you know, we'll see when we need that. Dude, we fucking need it. You know, there, there are doctors, there are hospitals that don't have the, the basic personal protection equipment, like masks, and, and they're running low on gloves. You know, they don't have this stuff. They need it. So I, I think it is, uh, it's, it's about time to uh, use those vast powers that you're so proud of bragging about. But, you know, Dave, I look at how we, now we just got exposed the United States was ex this. What this pandemic has done is exposed. We are not ready for shit. It, it exposed, you know, humanity, uh, where our financial situation is, how we can be brought to our knees. This one thing has brought us to our knees. Thousands of people are probably going to lose their job. You got people who don't have the proper medical. The, the hospitals are really not ready. A matter of fact, didn't the, the governor just say he's bringing in a ship that's going to be sitting off the coast? Yeah, well, Trump Trump said, uh, you know, it, that's I'll get to that in a minute. But yeah, Trump said during one of his press conferences the other day that uh, yeah, these ships are they're in tip top shape and uh, they're they're on their way. Well, when he said that, <laughs> the uh, the ship on the east coast is actually I think it's in dry dock for repairs. And there's no medical crew. Uh, the one for the West Coast uh, was in San Diego. Uh, I think it was also uh, under repair, but, you know, in the water, fairly, you know, closer to ready to go than the one on the East Coast. Right. And so, yeah, I believe, uh, thanks to Governor Newsom, that, that one's coming. Uh, that one will be coming, I think, into the port of L.A. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there, there are solutions and I've been, you know, watching, uh, news and reading stuff all week in a way, you know, this, this is, this has been great for, uh, state and local governments to be able to show what they're capable of uh -huh. when the federal government drops the ball. No mm -hmm. kidding. Thank goodness we're in California. Yeah. And yet, yeah. still, even you know, there are folks, uh, there are enemies within, uh, to use the the chosen vernacular of the power structure. Representative Kevin McCarthy, when when Governor Newsom announced the the state lockdown, uh, Kevin McCarthy, well, tweeted, I, I sure hope he he consulted with experts before doing this. And it's like, yeah, you know what? He probably did because, A, he's a responsible office holder, and, B, he's not a Republican. He doesn't have his lips clamped to Trump's ass, so he's actually trying to do things that bear results, not things that make the president feel better about himself. Yeah. Well, if you look, yeah, go ahead, Mamie. Well, I was just saying, as you know, the leader of the sixth 
largest economy, I appreciate that he's doing what he's doing and being proactive. We can't wait for the federal government to do anything on this. They haven't done anything right since the beginning of it. So the last thing we're going to do is continue to follow their lead. I Yeah, I couldn't be happier to be in this state at this point in time. And I have confidence in our leadership, even locally, as well as, you know, throughout the state, too. So, yeah, it's it's remarkably different watching the local press conferences, watching the national shit show. Yeah. And actually, that's a, another one of my pandemic pro tips that I, I would like to share with everyone. Because, yeah, these, these uh, Trump news conferences usually happen around 8, 9 a.m. local time, West Coast. Uh, and I've, I've found that is a great time to go out for a walk or a run. And if you, if you listen to the presidential press conference on your headphones, whether you're walking or running or riding your bike, it really helps you to picture the president right behind you trying to talk to you and it makes you go faster and further. (laughs) That is a nice pandemic pro tip how yeah. long is your list right now david i've i've got a few like there 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 are some that i've just kind of been like you know maybe that one isn't you know good for sharing like one that i've been thinking about is that you know a time like this especially when you're in like basically home lockdown it's a great time to try and you know pick up new skills like cooking baking something like that i'm personally i'm i'm learning some new software well it's old software but it's new to me uh but i'm learning some new skills there surgery that's something i hadn't tried before um and i gotta say depending on how often i try that there are going to be some vacancies in my complex at the end of this thing (laughs) no i haven't actually (laughs) just yeah haven't actually started surgery on anyone sometimes I, I learned think, from uh, your mistakes. And uh, Newsom have uh, are working, you know, hand in hand together. Well, um, you know, Garcetti. I mean, they're they're putting together. I don't know if you guys saw all the uh, trailers they're putting together just in case they need them for the the homeless. They yep. have a trailer park full of all the the you know, you know, ready to set things up. Yeah, getting a lot of things together. We just need these fucking tests, man. Will these yeah, tests come yeah. in? Where are the damn tests at? How well, do we bail out Wall Street before we even have the tests here? That's like America at its fucking finest. Well, because right. you know Wall Street, they they aren't going to make the tests until we help them first. You know, it's, well, uh, you're, you're looking <laughs> at the airlines is what they're trying to bail out. I mean, I mean, Delta's saying that they're going down. You know, everybody's uh, you know talking about the the. You know, transportation is what's happening with them. That they're talking about bailing them out, but we've been down this road before. You know, and they've already. You, you saw that the the Senate. Uh, I, I'm I'm good with uh, uh, Newsom and Garcetti, but Feinstein. I am kind of pissed. They found out she sold. She starts selling off stock. Well, yeah, but here's here's the thing about that because uh, the the big story. On, on the insider trading uh, scandal is is Senator Richard Burr from North Carolina, who's I get uh, him too. Yeah, he's, he's right. the chair of the Senate Intel Committee, and he's he's like the big fish in this. And then it turns out Senator Kelly Loeffler from Georgia, who's on the Senate Health Committee, also right. did a big sell off. Now the difference between their sell offs and Diane Feinstein's sell off, and the thing that like makes Feinstein's claims of all her stuff being in a blind trust. She has nothing to do with the trades uh, is that 
with Feinstein, she sold off a bunch of uh, stock in uh, the biotech company Allergene Therapeutics. Now, if if you were actually engaged in insider trading for fun and profit, you would not sell off a biotech stock before a pandemic. <laughs> That's the kind of thing that, you know, odds are that's one that's probably going to go up. So maybe buy more. So that's that's the thing, because like the one positive in my mind is that, you know, a lot of Trump supporters and folks who hate Democrats tend to be anti-Semitic on some level. So this must be such a conundrum is like they want to nail Diane Feinstein for insider trading, but then they would have to admit that not all Jews are good with money. Oh shit. Yeah. It's, uh-huh. it's, it's like the, the Schrodinger's cat kind of. Shit. Oh my God, David. Well, I mean, as, believe me as, as a broke ass Jew, I, you know, <laughs> I, I know we're not all good with money, but, you know, it it challenges the the myths that these anti semites have set up for themselves. So, well, we're intertwined with the Jew, no matter what. We're always <laughs> intertwined. With him. That's a good thing. Who, who was it? Uh, was it the the sheriff David Clark was that said? Uh, well, God, uh, George Soros has to be involved in this somehow. I don't know. Every time that guy, anything that happens, they always blame Soros. Like. Anything that happens, Hillary Clinton's involved. I mean, it's like well, Soros. It's you know just because it's easier than blaming all the Jews. Yeah, gotta get one of them, right? Yeah, <laughs> gotta get one. That's good. I mean, that's the whole point. He's he's like our spokesperson, I guess. You know, he's well. He, isn't Fa- wait a minute, isn't Fauci? Is he Jewish? No, no, he's Italian. Is he Italian? Okay, Anthony <laughs> Fauci, <laughs> huh? But I look, I don't know. That's why I have it, Dave. You know, if you don't ask, you don't know. I'm no, no. Gonna, I'm not going to assume. I'm not going to assume. I'm going to ask. Absolutely. He looks, <laughs> he looks Jewish, though. Well, you know, it's Mediterranean, Italian, Jews, Eastern. Yeah, we all, we got we got a lot of similarities. But one thing I want to say about uh, Dr. Fauci, and, and props to him. Uh, he He has been able to do something that, the mainstream press, really no one has been able to do for three years. He is doing real-time live fact-checking of Donald Trump. Yeah, yeah, he is, actually. You know, and (laughs) it's like, this is what we've needed on the news, on, you know, any debates, any press conferences. Like, let's have the, the interpreter for the hearing impaired down in one corner, and then in the other corner, let's have, like, someone fact checking and go like, no, no, that's bullshit. That's bullshit. Oh yeah. That's definitely bullshit. But that's, that's been one of the great things about these daily briefings from Trump and the uh, coronavirus task force is Trump gets up there because, you know, cameras and a microphone, he can't help himself. And he starts spewing bullshit. And then, you know, uh, let's let's get a Dr. Fauci up here. And he comes up and says, actually, um, no, that's that's not the case at all. This is what's actually happening. This is what you actually should be doing. And I, I got to say, and I, you know, I've been listening to a lot of radio news, reading stuff online. So maybe there are TV ads out there. But how Donald Trump saying anyone who needs a test can get a test 
hasn't blown up the way the Republicans blew up. If you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor. It's right. it is you know, and I hate to sound like you know a craven political operative, but it is an election year, and honestly, I think the the Trump administration and Trump himself, but his his whole leadership style, everything about his administration, should be viewed through how they have acted towards America, towards each other during this pandemic. Well, I think, Dave, what's going to happen is, and trust me, I believe the Democrats are keeping score, and they're going to be ready. He can best believe they're going to nitpick the hell out of his ass. Yeah, but they should the be They should be the, doing from, it from now. From the time he started. I'm just saying, you know, not just from a, you know, uh, from when the, the, you know, everything starts with the presidential once we get through all of this, but just they're keeping score of what's going on, and they're calling him on his stuff. It's like Fauci's there. I like Fauci. The brother thinks the, the black dude who's over the uh, that he's got from the Navy. Oh, the Surgeon General. Uh, yeah, and, yeah, and Carson and Carson's ass. Those two dudes in Soul are Soul. I don't know what he's got on them, but hey, they shouldn't let either one. I listen to Fauci because I, I can't listen to you. Know, people say, "Oh, hey, there's a brother." The black people go, "Hey, they got some brothers up there." Then they start speaking. You go, "Oh, fuck." <laughs> you know, God damn it! I thought your ass was with you, man. You motherfucker, man, get the get your ass. Out. I mean, you can hear them, brothers. I mean, I'll sit the line. They say, "Oh man, them motherfuckers, man." That's, that's all you hear. They yeah. don't listen to Fauci. They don't want to hear anything those two knuckleheads have because you know they've been called out, and Fauci has to get up there and clean up their act. Yep. Well, so, and you know. one of the things Did like just from yesterday. What's that, Amy? He Fauci's facepalm from yesterday. Oh yeah, that I, I made that the cover photo of our weekly news briefing. <laughs> Who was that from, though? Is that something Trump said? Yep. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah. yeah. Is, is it when he referred it, or when he referred to it as the Chinese virus instead of the uh, virus? I don't remember exactly what he said. It may have been uh, calling it the Chinese virus. It may have been talking about these all these great drugs that that we're going to have available. Right. Oh, right. right. Yeah. Okay. Because, yeah, then Fauci came over and he's like, actually, yeah, that's like a year, year and a half away. Clinical trials have to be done. So, no. And that's that's, Dave, what's he going to do? He's got nobody else. He can't, he's got, he cannot get rid of Fauci. Fauci has, he's not going to say anything to him because if Fauci goes, He's screwed. Well, he got benched. Fauci got benched for a couple days this week, I think, because people were responding to him so well. Well, I <laughs> for a few press briefings. Yeah, I mean, he's been on every channel. No, I know. I, I think there was a few press briefings, a few White House ones where he wasn't on it because I, honestly, because people liked him so much. Obviously, dumbass was threatened by that. <laughs> yep, exactly. exactly. I I have I have heard that. Although uh, Fauci said uh, no, I was I was actually just you know working. Uh, yeah. So it's it could it could be either. One of the things though, just going back to the the root of the problem, and you know, it's I the you, bat? What's that? The bat and the at the. Market in China? How? What route are we going back? No, to? I'm. I'm just talking about the the spread in America, mm-hmm. because the, here's the thing: you, you start talking about the the government's liability in this, and you know any right winger 
whether or not they are ignorant uh, and just getting all their info from Fox and the president or whether they're, you know, just they hate Democrats, uh, they will correctly point out that Donald Trump didn't start this virus. And I I will concede that point. But the thing is, uh, well, you know. Give the man props, I guess. Uh, okay. But the the thing is, the, the, the problem that he did cause is that because he didn't want to, you know, react, he he didn't want to scare people. He was afraid of what it would do to his his poll numbers. You know, he's basically the and I'm, I'm not the first person to make this comparison, but he's the mayor of Amity in Jaws. You know, it's like, fuck it. We're keeping the beaches open. I don't care what your shark experts say about a shark. There's money to be made. And look at how happy these people are on the beach. Well, they they tend to be less happy when numbers of them are getting eaten by a shark. Yeah, blood and water. And this is, this is what happened. Because Trump was so concerned with the short-term poll numbers, he didn't care about the spread. He didn't care about the actual effect this would have on the country. And on the people who live in this country. And uh, there was a story in the Washington Post this week. And I, I was reading and talking about how the intelligence agencies were submitting reports to the White House as early as January talking about the threat of the virus. And they're talking about the uh, head of health and human services. Uh, Azar uh, says Azar couldn't get through to Trump to speak with him about the virus until January 18th, according to two senior administration officials. When he reached Trump by phone, the president interjected to ask about vaping and when flavored vaping products would be back on the market. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So this is this well, is the problem. This is why, why we blame Trump. In the U.S., let's talk about we can blame him for taking apart the pandemic team that would have been on this from, I don't know, a couple years ago, first of all, and then talk about how the fact we have, what, the CDC has a budget that's less than 2% of, of defense? Okay. Right, right. Yeah. Well, it's like uh, uh, the, the one reporter, the black chick, who asked him, do you take responsibility? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and he, uh, what's her, Nishi? Nishi? Uh, Yamishi yeah, Alcindor. Yeah, and she and he said, "No, I take no responsibility. I, I, no, I don't. No, I don't take any responsibility for anything." He said, "Well, you got rid of the panda. That's a nasty question." Yeah, everyone's you're, everyone's nasty to him. Yesterday, oh yeah, he's oh his blow up at the dude from NBC yesterday. Oh wow, he was yeah. shocked. He couldn't even open his mouth. He's like, "What?" And that that, that was a softball. That was like, hey. Here's I'm just gonna like let you speak and try and say something soothing to the American people. It was teed up for him to have a response that is so like canned and turnkey that anybody with at like basic level Los Angeles improv could fucking do it. You know what I mean? Like it was it was ridiculous that he took that opportunity to go after that guy when he actually was given a teed up little gift that he could have right. turned into. It would not have made him presidential. It would not have made it a turning of the tide of how he handled it, but it would have been made him less of an asshole. And David, I don't even know if he had the capacity to understand what this could do to people. You know, you think he's only worried about other things. I don't even know if he has the capacity. Oh, I, I guarantee he doesn't. And that's, that's one of the interest. one of the other interesting things about these daily briefings is 
he's he's canceled his his Nazi rallies around the country because you know coronavirus. And so instead of playing to huge crowds of adoring fans and idiots, he's stuck in a, a the the White House briefing room with with reporters who have genuine questions and, and experts who know more than him. And he's still trying to use it like to to basically hold one of his idiotic Nazi pep rallies. Well, he's going after him. He's calling him names. You guys, I mean, you guys are horrible reporters. You don't know what you're doing. You're saying all these things. You're writing these things about me and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, dude, you're giving, as I say to every Republican who tries to defend Trump, he gives them the, 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 the gasoline to set himself on fire. If he would just shut the fuck up and just, you know, say, hey, I'm doing the best I can, blah, blah, blah. There are other things, but he will, will not do that. So if you're giving them what they need, they're going to write it. They're going to make comedy about you. They're going to say things about you because you give it to them. You're handing it to them, and people, these, these people know what they're doing. They're, those journalists that have won these awards and different things, they're going to write everything, and they're going to light him up. So he might as well get used to it. Yeah, yeah. there's there's going to be a lot of fallout from this. Like I said earlier, it's going to be a boon for the sociologists. And I, I think this this is, you know, as long as we're all, you know, locked in with Netflix and, and the other streaming services, you know, whether it's Hulu, Canopy, uh, Popcorn Time, wherever you're getting your entertainment these days, it, it might be a good idea to, to just, you know... <coughs> Throw like Lord of the Flies into your queue, you know, just like little <laughs> cautionary tales. Oh, Lord of the Flies. Well, no, serious. Like I think you know it helps to to get you know because entertainment works as allegory in order to teach us lessons and things that we need to be reminded of. And I think this is this is a good time to to watch you know something like Lord of the Flies, something like you know the Island of Doctor Moreau. Uh, because it, it bears repeating, Hey, uh, we really have a lot of potential to become complete dicks in, in situations like this. Let's, let's not do that. You know, let's, let's watch these, these movies that show the breakdowns of group dynamics just to remind ourselves, let's, let's not let it get that bad. Or it reminds you of the ignorance, Dave, because I, I, when I think of, you know, my sister asked me, Time, how did we get here? Why would these people sit and listen to this? She said, I have librarians here in Florida. And I said, Hannah, just think of Jim Jones. Didn't they, you could, Amy, you remember Jim Jones? I mean, yeah, I mean, I didn't remember like actively, but I know of him, yeah. Right, and you saw how he got. <laughs> I never knew the guy. He was a low-level coffee boy. <laughs> Kept bringing yeah, flavor aid, and said he was Jesus Christ, and believe, and they believed it. They packed their, they sold all their shit, and followed him. I mean, that's what a lot of Trump supporters seem like. You know, they they bought into whatever he was, this this you know reality TV star, and you know, like Dave said, this, there's going to be hell. There's going to be a lot of fallout behind this, and they're going to have to, a big mess to clean up. But I think the exposure will, uh, you know. Uh, will we'll definitely uh, open some doors, hopefully, especially with Democrats, and they'll be able to see where they can fix some things and clean some stuff up. Yeah, we hope so. 
<laughs> what happened? Oh, nothing. That was just Someone, like a, a, a brief moment of silence. Um, <laughs> so we're talking about all the problems, uh, which is great. Let's talk about the solutions, potential solutions, and the problems with the solutions, and by which I, I am specifically uh, talking about the Democratic primaries that uh, took place this week. Four states all went for Biden. Uh, Ohio canceled their primary at the last minute because they were afraid that people might vote for Democrats. But I, I think it worked out in, in Bernie Sanders' favor that, you know, you're getting your clock cleaned, but you're preempted on the front pages by a pandemic. <laughs> right. Um, and I, I was listening to the radio this morning, listening to the news, and they, they were talking about how the, the primary race is pretty much done. You know, because of the, the pandemic and things shutting down around the country and primaries being delayed, Biden isn't going to have the uh, the total number of delegates until, you know, closer to the convention. But it's it's pretty much, you know, a done deal. So they they were saying they were asking you know, the the question is what what are what's Bernie's price you know not for dropping out of the race he doesn't have to drop out but ultimately what it's going to come down to is what will it take for Sanders and particularly his supporters to throw their support behind Biden and I. You know, frankly, you know, from talking to some of the Bernie bros, I don't think there is any price. I'm I'm really starting to worry that we're looking at 2016 all over again. Right. Uh, that they're just going to be bitter and they're going to sign us up for four more years of this. And back then in 2016, we we hadn't yet suffered through a Trump presidency. We had a pretty good idea of what it would bring, but we didn't know. I never knew it would go to where we are with him, though. I wouldn't have. I couldn't have imagined in my worst nightmare that there'll be that there'd be KKK rallies in the street, and then he wouldn't prepare us for stuff like this, and right. then he'd antagonize international. Yeah, yeah I, I could never. I've never could have joined this in my wildest worst dream. Right. And that's, that's the thing is like, we knew it would be bad. We didn't know it would be this bad. Well, so here it is four years later, it's this bad. And we all know that it's this yeah. bad. And I'm worried that, you know, that will not still not be enough to get these idiots to throw their support behind Biden. If he is the nominee. It would have to come from Bernie. Yeah, but even yeah. then, like, so I, re I remember in 2016, there, there were people who were like, you know, well, you know, Sanders is out of the race. He, you know, he said that you guys should support Hillary. Yeah, well, he also said before that if he dropped out and said we should support someone else, he didn't really mean it. And it's like, wait, what? What the fuck? Like, what are you talking about? But it's. Ah, it's just that mentality that they have that, you know, all or nothing. And I I don't know. I guess I, I've I've got some Bernie fans that are gonna go blue no matter what. You well, know, I think there's a 
I think there's obviously a contingent that won't, but it will take it will take Bernie coming out and repeating the message multiple times. Yeah, you know? I agree. And you have I, to be willing to do that. And I, I do want to draw the distinction. I'm not talking about all Bernie supporters. I'm talking about the Bernie bros, the hardcore, the the truly ignorant. <laughs> the truly ignorant. <laughs> well, they are. Then there's the truly malicious ignorant. And they're pretty much, you know, supporting the angry orange. But... Uh, I think a lot of Bernie uh, supporters are going to come around, uh, you know, this time around because, you know, they were talking about, you know, the young vote. Well, the young vote didn't come out like you thought. As a matter of fact, you know, the, 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 the people from, I think what they say, 25, 30 to 45 or 30 to 55 really came out more so for Biden and... Bernie didn't get that young vote like he like he did, you know, when he was uh, went up against Hillary. He didn't get that. It, it, it was actually probably less this this time around. So I think they're going to come to uh, to back Biden. You know, they'll probably come kicking and screaming. But hey, the way things are going right now, Biden looks real good. Yeah, well, you sent time and uh, you sent me that article from the Atlantic. Stop blaming young voters for not turning out for Sanders, right? And by the way, uh, for for the listeners, we I've thrown these up on the page uh, on our Facebook page before. I do these uh, news briefings, sort of a collection of the big stories of the week, send them out to the panelists. But I will post this week's on the Facebook page because. You got some time to kill, you know, read some news. Uh, but it was written by uh, Ibram X. Kendi. He's a professor and, you know, like well-established, well-qualified person. But I'm not sure I agree with his argument that it's it's not the young people's fault. He makes a great case for all of the other things that are generally it ranges from you know widespread voter suppression to voter suppression tactics that are more geared towards the youth and the minorities one of the big things he talks about is you know when you're young you move a lot more from location to location you know you probably had you know four different apartments when you were in college then you know with jobs and things you move constantly before you're 30 And I understand that, and that does make it difficult to maintain your your voting records, you know, or your record with the elections commission, you know, the so the county clerk knows where to send your ballot and everything. But I I don't buy it, you know. I think you move to a new apartment, you get your your internet service set up there, you get your utilities turned on there re-register right. to vote you know change your voting information it i i agree with him you know there there are a million stumbling blocks but you know what you do you step over them because it's more important to vote than to be able to sit back and whine about how hard it is to vote right I, you know, they have more opportunity now than they ever have i mean if they're going to do it they're going to do it uh, I think that this, I mean, just dealing with this, this pandemic that we have, that's going to throw, you know, we, we, they're going to, they're looking for stability. They're really going to look for stability now. See, but I, 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 I disagree, know, I know you know, for, for the, especially for the Bernie bros, 
they're they're looking for a revolution. They they're not looking for stability. You know. Well, that's what. what well, wait a minute. But that's where Biden beat him. Biden right. beat him because he was not talking about a revolution. He was talking about what's going on. He more or less focused on in their last debate. He focused on the pandemic itself and how to handle the situation and leadership. He said, "We get the revolution part, but you're not. It's not time for a revolution. It's time to get this." And now look where we are. Right. You know. Yeah, it's funny. This just timing of everything. I, I was kind of reading up on the uh, Bolshevik Revolution. Right. And by reading up, I mean I edited uh, an episode of Cat Alvarado's podcast, Villains of History, that was all about Vladimir Lenin. Uh, so, mm-hmm. point is, I, you know, was the Bolshevik Revolution was on my mind. And my, my issue, you know, and it's, it's actually, it's a great episode. And she sort of draws a lot of parallels between the Bolsheviks and the Bernie bros. And the, the big difference is, is that I, I do agree with the Bernie bros that if they want to accomplish the fullness of their agenda, a revolution will be required. But the difference is the Bolsheviks actually had a revolution. You know, they're, they're violence in the streets, pitchforks, guns. And I'm, I'm not advocating that. But the thing is, most of the Bernie bros, you know, they abhor violence. So they're not going to have a revolution. And that means that basically what they're doing amounts to sitting back and whining. You know, even even someone like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, she didn't bitch about how hard things were and how things were unfair. She fucking ran for office and she won. Right. And again, you know, not suggesting that every Bernie bro run for office, but, you know, do something other than harass people who have a different idea of what could solve the problems. Mm-hmm. And that's right. the other thing is it seems like a lot of these folks are great at pointing out problems, but they you know, have bupkis when it comes to, to solutions. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, like I said, I like a lot of stuff that Bernie talked about, but it's the way they, like they always said, you've got to be able to reach across that aisle and get that stuff done. He can't, exactly. I tested high with him, too. He was my first choice, but I'm like, nah, dude, he's not the dude to get it done. I'm sorry, that's not him. Yeah. You know, but don't uh, me. <laughs> right, and, 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 you know, like I said, and a, a lot of, uh, you know, different groups, you know, they they embrace a lot of these different things, but they're saying, hey, man, you know, you either waited too long to, to talk about these things or, you know, you did not get it, but you have not figured out a solution. Remember, Elizabeth Warren said, me and Bernie think the same, but she said, but I'm a capitalist. I believe in what you're talking about, but we, we share this, the different way of getting there mm-hmm. that you don't, that you're not doing. And so... Yeah. Yeah, people and are going to have to, you know. She actually had ideas for solutions. People right. don't, uh, yeah, uh, that's uh, uh, what. What yeah, is they it? They don't want her. You know, no. Wall Street doesn't want to see her. No. Wall Street no. is afraid of Elizabeth Warren because she knows, especially with this situation right now. What we're in right now, can you imagine if Biden was president and Warren was standing next to him and she's talking, they're talking about Wall Street and talking about she would. I mean. 
Yeah. I think she would automatically they could they could count. Oh yeah, we'll help you out. Well, and that's help the people first. That's one of the things, you know, because in the last debate, Biden said that he would definitely uh, be choosing a woman for his VP. Right. And for a minute, I was thinking it would be great if he chose a woman of color. And, you know, some people say Kamala. Some people say Stacey Abrams. I, I think Kamala should be the AG and we should sick her on Trump and Barr and their whole criminal enterprise. But maybe in. I was like, well, it should be a woman of color, but Elizabeth Warren would be so perfect, like standing, you know, basically on standby, just in case, you know, God forbid anything happened to Mr. Biden. But also, it would just be like great to have Elizabeth Warren as Secretary of Commerce. Oh, yeah. Anything that would be to where, you know, that you can catch these guys to what they're doing. Now, I did bring up your AG thing, and I got major pushback from some guys over at my lounge. They didn't think that Kamala would do a very good job as the AG, but they just, you know, a lot of people, I always say, you know, they speak out just to say you're wrong. Right. They don't have a solution. They don't have anything because there was no comeback. I said, well, why not? Well, she just wouldn't be. Right. Well, that doesn't work for me. <laughs> and, and these are guys that were older than me and they're, they're very, and they're both uh, rich. They both had money. Uh, but, they just disagree. Well, and I think that's like that's when you got to go down the checklist. Like, if they can't come up with an answer, you got to help them find the answer. You go, oh, is it because she's black? Oh no, 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 no. Okay, well, well I, I have to say, is it is it because she's brothers. a woman? They were both brothers. Oh no, 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 no. Yeah. Was it because she's a black woman? <laughs> no, 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 no. You know, and you you sort of winnow down the list, and and okay, so what is it? Why you yeah. know, if it's not any of these things. What it, you know, and you, you sort of push them into answering. And well, because a lot of people do not believe their own positions are, are ignorant, you know, or just unfounded until you help them realize that. <laughs> well, but you know, Dave, it's kind of like um, now that there's no sports on, okay, these guys are not sports experts anymore. They're now coronavirus and political experts. Ah. You know, so, yeah, so that makes it even worse. So, so you know, I'm sitting next to you. Uh, Cuba has the worst medical tie. That's not, that, that they're, they're credible. They're, so Cuba is no good? Yeah, Cuba is no good. But it just says here in Google, Google's wrong. Oh, okay. You're expert now. <laughs> you, you were good in basketball. Now basketball's gone. Football's off. So now you're a coronavirus expert. See, now, here, here you yeah. go, though. <laughs> This is this is for yeah. This is when you do your post-pandemic planning. You you just you keep a memory of all the shit they've been horribly wrong on throughout the pandemic, so that when the sports do start up again and they start like, oh you know, it's, I mean yeah, sure LeBron's great, but he's no Kareem. You you can go yeah, you know that that reminds me of that thing you said during the pandemic that was also completely wrong. Right. And ideally, I think I'm trying to uh, get you to a point of, of peace in the kingdom at your club without having to bring your ignorance blockers. <laughs> like, you know, you won't need the noise blocking headphones if you can just get everyone to shut the fuck up. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. But, they, 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 you know, we just, I mean, that's, you know, after a while, it's just. I like I said, I don't battle with egos. I just can't do it. It makes them, the spirit inside me. Ty, shut up! Get the blockers! Get the blockers! And I pull them up. 
and click them on. I turn on my John Coltrane, and I'm cool. Yeah. Ooh, I love some John Coltrane. Hey, watch out. Yeah, now you did. Yay. I will say this regarding Joe Biden. He has a plethora of qualified, competent women to fill that role. So that's a luxury for his ass. Yes, he does. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And also, you know, we said this throughout the campaign, watching the debates, looking at that stage, there was a fine looking cabinet up there. <laughs> You know, you you look at like a lot of the candidates who ran, if, you know, they want to leave their current gigs, you know, like Elizabeth Warren is a senator, Amy Klobuchar is a senator, but, you know, Andrew Yang, Secretary of Labor. There you go. You know, the guy has like a bean on, on the problem with robots taking over jobs, you know, automation, put him in a position where he can put that knowledge to work. You know, Elizabeth Warren started the Consumer Federal Protection Bureau. Yes, she did. That's, and they hate her what, ass for that. Yeah, they don't want her to I know. And more. that's why I say make her Secretary of Commerce if she, if you don't make her VP. Yeah. It, yeah. Um, Pete Buttigieg. Like, yeah. sounds like he's got his shit down with a lot of foreign policy stuff. Domestic, yeah. not so much. So... <laughs> Something in the State Department from Mayor Pete, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, don't send him to the hood where the black folks are, but you can definitely. <laughs> there. Yeah, yeah. Keep him where he is, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, send him maybe not to the hood here, but send him to uh, what the current uh, administration has dubbed the shithole countries. Mayor uh -huh. Pete would probably learn the local language within three days and yeah. go down not and yet. offend them in their own tongue. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, internationally, I think he would do very well. I think internationally, he's got that type of demeanor that would go over and represent. I mean, because, you know, we got to rebuild. Like you said, Dave, you know, the, the fallout behind once this jackass is out of office, man, you're in a mess. We, they're going to have to clean up. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's going to be, I mean, it's going to open up a lot of new things. They're going to see, well, you know, we can't make this mistake again and we can't make that mistake again. It's going to be a lot of that. A lot of regulation is going to come, which, you know, Wall Street's not going to like that shit. They, they're going to hate all when they bring the regulations. They don't want it. They hate regulations. Well, they, you know, look, look at American history. Uh, you know, we currently have a Republican president fucking everything up. No so regulation. we're, we're going to get a Democrat who comes back in and spends the next four to eight years, like getting America back on its feet, helping to right. rebuild the, the infrastructure. It will finally be infrastructure week for real. Right. Uh, and, and they'll get everything operating, get things going. And then America will decide not good enough and vote for a republican who'll fuck it all up again right you know right. start well, the I record know, it's funny it's funny they bring in uh, uh different you know when you like you know they, they talk about uh how they're getting the you know we needed a billionaire to help us do this or a billionaire to do that well i found out that a lot of your entrepreneurs big money they don't there's two things they they like poverty you can say poverty because it's more charitable. But we don't want inequality. If you say inequality, then you're talking about the perpetrator. You're talking about the guy who actually... You're, you're, you're oh, the one who's benefiting, yeah. 
Yeah, and so now I got to defend myself, and you say, and then you want my money. But if you turn the words, you know, it, it, it makes them feel better. And so, you know, it's like, no, I mean, you've got to be able, that's why Elizabeth Warren was the way she was, and she went after uh, uh, Bloomberg the way she did, is because, you know, we keep holding the water pails for the rich when the rich are the reason why you are where you are, because deals were cut, things were changed, you know. Our, our Supreme Court changed laws to make it, you know, where we have all these super PACs and different, we didn't, we didn't, if you can go as far as the 70s, we didn't have any of that stuff. Yep. It was just the people voting. And that's what folks, when you get the money out of politics and just have the people, then that's when, but it's going to take a lot to get that back to that. I mean, there'll probably be wars before we have that. Yeah, very true. Well, and, you know, hopefully... This administration will bring an end to to the old idea that America needs to be run like a business, so we need to elect a businessman. And, you know, if, if anything, this is proven, if you do that, decide to go that route, you at least need to you know vote for a, a good businessman, an ethical businessman. But I Someone think... Someone have a bunch of failed bankruptcies in his wake, right. perhaps? Right, right. Yeah, a guy who couldn't even, like, make money running a casino? No, for crying out loud. Come on. So you you look at that, and you look at Trump's press briefings, where he's said, uh, you know, everything from, hey, anyone who needs a test gets a test. That that was actually during a, an appearance at the CDC. That wasn't one of the briefings. But he's, oh, we have millions of tests. Oh, we have millions of masks. Oh, the ships are coming. You know, all, all the things that it'd be great if they were happening, if they weren't. There's, there's the old adage in business that you're supposed to under-promise and over-deliver. And as we've seen this week, he's using a tactic which is known as overpromise. Uh, I'm not a shipping clerk. Never deliver. Well, yeah, that was yeah you know, when in one of the press conferences this week, you know, when they were talking about how since he decided to leave it up to the states to do it, he he defended that saying government isn't a shipping clerk. It's like yeah, uh, yeah, yeah well, you know, I, I, you, you do need to kind of coordinate things. And at the very least, don't outbid the states for for medical equipment. Right. I mean, you know, they they also should. If Trump could could get in office as he has, he's gotten in office and everything. And thank you, Vladimir. You know, what, Putin. What's to keep what's to keep the Kardashians from getting in? You know, that's. I mean, you got to watch it. When we we should really learn a lesson from putting a reality TV show host in. The White House. Oh, we should. I uh, I don't know if we will. Be better. More likely, there are successful business people, at least at a minimum. Yeah, they're likely they'd be better than him. Yeah, yeah but Amy, the the lump of lint that I pulled out of my belly button this morning would be better president than him. There, you're probably not wrong, Dave. It's, especially if it's your lint. It, yeah, no. my lint. You know, yeah. admittedly, it's not 35 years old. The lint, so it's it's not qualified to, uh, <laughs> you know, basic basic things there, but yeah, we're you know, this is yet another chance for America to learn from our history. Whether or not we'll do it, tune into future episodes. We we are running a little low on time, but I joke from time to time 
especially when the the news of the week is completely disastrous. That uh, yeah, we've, we're slow news week, so we're just going to share some cooking tips. But in light of of the corona apocalypse, and you know, I've seen some posts from friends on Facebook who are like, "All right, you know, throwing my cards on the table here." I get all of my food from restaurants. I I do not know how to cook. And, you know, also because, you know, supermarkets might be light on some stuff. You may not have the, the supplies you're used to. So I did think it would be fun to uh, share some, some cooking tips with the audience and also with each other. Uh, uh-huh. So like any we'll just go around the table here you know metaphorical table anyway timing yes how you you uh, been eating through this oh i've been doing great Uh, you know i I love to cook so stir fries are the quickest easiest healthiest thing you can do they and then you can walk into any grocery store and grab a bag of a stir fry bag it's it's got you know, it's all fresh vegetables. They've got, you know, from broccoli to cauliflower and sweet peas and everything. All Everything's already in there. Even the sauce, if you want to use teriyaki or whatever, or don't have to use sauce, then you can throw some frozen chicken, you know, frozen chicken strips, uh, breast strips that you can add with it if you want. Or they have, uh, you, if you're into steak, they have, Ralph's has steak already cut up. You know, in little uh, slices that you can use as a stir-fry style. Throw it in a skillet, a little olive oil, or you'd want to lose avocado oil. Turn it up a little bit, a little salt and pepper with the veggies and the steak and everything, and put everything together. You And you can put it over rice, if you like. You know, uh, you can buy the frozen rice bags from um, Trader Joe's that come. They can either organic or uh, regular brown rice into quinoa. You can do it, or they have quinoa and rice mixed. Nice. You put that in, and you've got a quick meal within 15 to 20 minutes. Yeah, I, you know, props on the uh, on the frozen stir fry vegetables. No, 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 they're not. They're not. Oh, frozen. you get the fresh ones. I see. I buy that's the. F- a, yeah, that, that's a fresh bag. That's what I'm saying. This bag is sitting in the vegetable aisle. Oh, nice. And it's a stir fry bag. You just dump it in. You know, you add the sauce. You like I said, you. Put a little olive oil in, but you can also use that Pam spray so it doesn't stick your vegetables. Put it on uh, medium and uh, you know, have your oil in and put your veggies in. I just said frozen chicken because it's quick. Right. You know, you don't really have to get so everything, that heat, you know, if you put it all in there. And if you want to add an onion, cut up an onion, you can do that and put that in there with it. And then, like I said, you got the frozen rice from Trader Joe's and you got a stir fry meal and leftovers. Yeah, I see. I get the uh, the frozen stir fry vegetables because they they also have the uh, water chestnuts in there and uh, sliced peppers. It's yeah, it's good shit. So versatile, like from either just doing a stir fry, you know, like you were saying. I like to I like to get canned soups and figure like what what else would be good in here. So like, I'll I'll take some uh, some red peppers. Uh huh. You know, and uh, slice them up, saute them a little bit just to get that flavor out, you know, and right. get a little action happening there. And uh, throw those in, in a can of butternut squash soup. There you go. Oh, dude, like the flavor's just awesome uh, together. But one, one of, 
I just came up with this at some point last year, but uh, it's it's fantastic. If you like the uh, like the orange chicken when you go to Chinese restaurants, it's not it's not that, but it's it's a very interesting uh, sort of flavor twin of sorts. Chunky Soup has a chicken pot pie flavor, but you can also do the the chicken and dumplings. And this is a cream based soup, so little different but uh you know it's got like the the dumplings and you know sort of the the dough balls in there so you it's like the breading on the orange chicken so you get a can of the uh the the chicken soup with dough in it and add sriracha i like a spoonful of orange marmalade mm-hmm stir that all together maybe throw a little soy sauce or teriyaki if you want you know if you need the salt throw that in there and uh, it's it's like orange chicken soup. There you go. Good stuff. Wow. Yeah, and you throw a bag of uh, the stir fry vegetables in that. It's like two days worth of eating. Good Man. stuff. And it, yeah, hey, and, and don't forget, uh, everyone's trying to get to Ralph's or to get to Vaughn. Don't forget John's. John's yeah. also John's has good good vegetables. They do. I, I, I actually went I went to one the other day over by me and I was able to find, you know, some stuff I needed, including toilet paper. So And the reason why I say that is because everyone goes to Ralph's or they go to Vaughn's and there were lines at Ralph's. There were long lines. I went to John's and no problem, got in, got out, got what I needed. Got some great mango and got some blueberries. Another you tip, know, if uh, if you live in a big city that has like a Chinatown or you know, Koreatown, little Tokyo, or if there's just like a local Asian market, there are a lot of racist people out there blaming the Chinese for this whole thing. So the Asian markets uh, are, are pretty easy to shop at. Yep, they are. They sure are. Cut it up for you right there. The little markets and support all the little spots in your neighborhood if you can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, there's a lot. Well, I live in Little Armenia, so there's a lot of uh, little Armenian uh, delis, butchers, you know, good stuff. Yeah. That's, and that's what living in a melting pot's all about. You can embrace so many different cultures, you know, if people would open their brain and be able to do that. That's that's what it's all about and if you can't open your brain i'm trying to work on my surgery skills so give me a shout uh especially if you're in the la area i will open your brain for you there's there's some waivers you're going to need to sign but uh you know i have faith i feel like when you're offering surgery services this is when we wrap it up right i think so yeah pretty much did you but did you have any uh cooking tips any recipes you wanted to share Oh, yeah. Um, I'm still uh, ordering food. <laughs> I'm nice. like, uh, I order for my, re- my, my friend has a restaurant, Trattoria Cafe Bella Roma, down in uh, Mid-City area. So it's a small Italian family-run business. So I took orders from my friends and went and picked it up one night and then delivered it to people so a bunch of us could do it. So, yeah, I'm still pres- – and I buy extra so I can, like, make it last days. Because I kind of got over my own food after like a day. I was like, oh, I hate cooking for myself. But um, when I do do it, I, I've i been doing a lot. Well, I'm a vegetarian, so I have a lot of salads. But I basically have a lot of beans 
Uh-huh. Different beans, and I put those on my salad. I put garbanzo beans on them. Sometimes I'll put pinto beans. Sometimes I put black beans. So I just kind of mix those up, and you know, I'm like, oh, maybe today I'll put like cucumbers and garbanzo beans, and then the next day I'll put like pinto beans and red peppers or something. So yeah, just mix it up my uh, mix it up my salad slash bowl options, and nice. then sure at some point in time I'll go into a mad uh, cereal wave and I'll eat the shit out of some Honey Nut Cheerios. Oh wow! I've been yeah. on a, it's it's funny. Even before the pandemic, I've been on a uh, like a comfort food kick. So like a couple of weeks ago, and you know, I will freely admit I I am not Hawaiian. There is no bloodline in my family related to Hawaii. Uh, I have not even uh, ever been to Hawaii, but because I'm I'm fond of cultural appropriation in the kitchen came up with a recipe for like a misubi spam fried rice you're eating spam huh yes, you know certain things it it's got its place and uh you know pandemic food why not but yeah that's great i'm actually going to be making some stuffing today oh that's fun yeah i think i've been in a comfort food phase since the 2016 election <laughs> wow I think. <laughs> yeah, queso mac and cheese is on the menu for later this week. Ooh, I'm gonna make some chocolate chip banana bread this afternoon. I think. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. I'm also. Yeah. I'm hey, Dave, you my, may have to make her your pie. I I am actually making uh, making pie today. Also, it's it's gonna be like Thanksgiving here. I do a a ginger snap crust pecan pie. Oh, okay. Yeah. Watch out. Watch out, Amy. Watch out. Okay. You know, I'm a pie fan. It's just, you know, I just always take a pass on pie, but but I'll give that a go. Yeah. It's, you got to, because it's, it's just, it's, you know, I mean, I'm going to bust my arm, pat myself on the back here, but the, the filling like soaks into the crust. So it caramelizes. It's. Yeah, you're selling me with that crust. The main thing I don't like about pie is that flaky ass white crust. Ugh. <laughs> it's like the psoriasis of pastries. No, that's croissants. We all know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, flaky pastry is different, but like that white, just boring ass pastry, like pie flavor or pie crust. Ugh, it's so unappealing. It's, you know, it's like a raw Pop Tart. Oh yeah, it doesn't stand alone. So to me, it's not the basis of anything legit. Although, as actually, no, I found these before the pandemic. I can't blame these on panic shopping and just buying what's there. On the pop tart tip, they they have a new line of pop tarts that are like pretzel crust. Oh yeah, I've only seen two different flavors. There's chocolate and cinnamon sugar. Uh, I've only tried the cinnamon sugar. Holy shit, amazing. They also, uh, it's, I, I, I realize like, dude, really? You still eat Pop-Tarts? Again, I, I live in a state where marijuana dispensaries are deemed essential businesses. Uh, <laughs> there is, uh, I, and I've only seen one flavor, so I don't know if it's a full line, but simply Pop-Tarts where it's like their attempt to appeal to the folks who try to eat healthy, but still want Pop-Tarts. So it's like a frosted apple cinnamon Pop-Tart. And uh, got some sharp cheddar. Okay, you sold me. That's a great combo. Say no more. Say it, no more. Yeah, I I tried to make it uh, like a sandwich. It didn't really work out, but it was oh like one of the best apple pies with cheddar cheese I've ever had. So 
Oh, my God. Yeah, you're talking me to a Pop-Tart. I'm a frosted strawberry or chocolate fudge girl, but, man, I like the classic. Boy, you guys are breaking all the rules, aren't you? <laughs> hey, <laughs> it's a pandemic, man. I've Pop-Tarts, but I've been, like, I've been, uh, I've been craving a Pop-Tart off and on for, like, six months, so I feel like now that it's, you know, end of days, I better give into it. Yeah, talking to Dave will get you there. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, there's, there are things, like, every couple years – Maybe like even less frequently. I'll, I'll like, oh wow, yeah. I mean, I haven't had a burger at McDonald's in a while, and I get one, and then I remember why it's been like two or three years since I've had one. Uh, props to them for breakfast, though they got that shit down. So there, there are foods like that that you're like, oh, why haven't I had that in a while? And you eat it, and you're like, oh, oh, that's why. But pop tarts are one of those things, and it's like, God, why haven't I had pop tarts in a while? I don't know what the oh, hey, blueberry, let's go with that, and they do not disappoint. Yeah, they really hold up. Whereas you know, ding dongs for me don't. I had a ding dong, I was like, ah, it isn't that, it isn't all that like it, I thought it was back in the it, day. Yeah, it's and is it, I honestly the like honey bun isn't the honey bun that we had when we were kids. Well, is it are that. Is it because they've changed the owners? They've changed the ingredients? Is Are those factors? I think they changed the Yeah, I think the ingredients could be the owner, but I definitely think the ingredients. You know, I mean, it's like it's like a McDonald's burger when you were a kid, probably seven, was a great burger. Right now, no. You don't want to put that in your system. You don't want that anywhere in your... Mm-mm. You know, you'd be better off making a burger at your house. It would be a hell of a lot better. Out of your cat, really. That'd be better. <laughs> I don't even I don't even support that. I love my cats, but yeah, that's gotta be better. But hey, it is a pandemic. You have to look at alternative food sources yeah. just yeah. in case. <laughs> how how we went from Pop Tarts to eating cats, but now suddenly like I'm filled with an urge to watch reruns of know. Elf. Well, we started with you offering to Wait, you reruns just, of what? Oh, Alf! Oh God! Well, yeah, I know. They, eating cats. <laughs> Alf, don't eat the cat, Willie. Oh, um, oh yeah, that's out on a uh, uh, DVD now oh. or uh, video rental at home. Right on. Well, yeah, we'll uh, we'll have <laughs> to get into the streaming. See if uh, see if I can find some Alf on the on the uh, online. Mm-hmm. Oh, which yeah. uh, another reminder and. You know, might be a little late to do something about this, but uh, at least in L.A., if you have a library card, go to the L.A. Public Library website, and there there are different apps uh, where you can rent, you know. Free movies. Free, yeah, rent. You can check out movies, magazines, books. It It is a, a music. It's like having the library on your phone. Uh, and I know, uh, one of the other things you can get like a free day pass for the New York times website. Good shit. So, uh, support your local libraries, uh, as long as we're supporting other people, because there's a streaming service called canopy, uh, with a K, uh, and it's like a lot of criterion collection, just like really cool movies that aren't going to be on on the mainstream streaming services yeah you just have to make sure you put your library card number in and it, you know once you go to it just put on the, the i think the last four digits of your library card and it'll take you right to it you yeah check it out. good yeah. stuff yeah support. yeah support that's right yeah yeah 
Indeed. All right, guys, I got a yoga. I got an online yoga class. I got to get to. I don't know what you guys have next. Yeah. Right on. I'm gonna cook. So, hey, I'm. I'm gonna bake some chicken. That's what I'm. Okay. Doing. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna make yeah. uh, I'm gonna make some uh, cookies for my pie crust, so I will get on that. Uh, I I want to thank you guys for taking the time to be here and uh, to you know try and maintain some level of normalcy throughout all this wackiness. Yeah, um, nice to guys. I'm gonna mm-hmm. guess, Amy, you don't have any in person appearances coming up anytime <laughs> soon. But well, you're uh, correct. You're uh, correct. Just just throwing that one out there, uh, but. Anywhere uh, you want people to check you out online? No, I do not. <laughs> <laughs> but if you want to see pictures of my cats, you can go to Amy Witcher on Instagram. And sometimes I'm not private. So awesome. There you go. Right on. All right, well, check out Amy's cats. <laughs> and Amy, thank you so much for being here. Uh, enjoy yoga. And uh, Mr. Time and Chip, thank you so much as always. Also, going to guess no in-person appearances scheduled. Uh, no, not going to see anybody. Actually, you know, Davis is a good thing. I don't need to see anybody. <laughs> I don't need to see anybody at all. I don't. You know, I like me. You know, you gotta like yourself. That way, you don't have to go see people. Thank uh, you. But, yeah. yeah. But should people want to find you online or anything else like that, where can they go? Well, they can go to uh, Time and Ship at Instagram, Time and Ship at Facebook, Time and Ship at Twitter. And you can also go, I have a, I have a YouTube page, uh, which I never even talked about. It has all my stand-up on, and you can get my book on Amazon.com, my East St. Louis, as well as my uh, comedy CD, which is... Also on Spotify and um, iTunes, Universal Brother. It's out there. So Awesome. Well, thank yeah. you so much. Always a pleasure. Me, I am Dr. David Robinson. You can find me on the socials, on Facebook. I'm Dr. David Robinson. And on the Twitter, I am at Stand Up Fall Down. Check it out. I'm on Instagram, too, but I, yeah, I'm words, not pictures. I occasionally do pictures. Maybe I'll start putting those up. I don't know. So many things to do, so much time to do it. Thank you, pandemic. If you've made it this far into the show, I'm sure you know, but if you didn't, it bears repeating. And if you're new to the gang, thanks for sticking around. You can find us on the Facebook at Let's Be Treasonable, all spelled out. And on the Twitter, we are at L-E-T-S-B-T-R-E-A-S-O-N-A-B-L. We take off the ease and pass the savings on to you, the listener. Speaking of which, want to thank you for listening. If you like the show, rate us, review us on whatever service you're listening to us through, or go on the ones you're not listening to and rate us well and rave about us there as well. Spread the word. What the hell? People are looking for things to do. Point them to this podcast. It's all for fun, right? want to thank everybody want to tell you to take care of yourselves and take care of each other by staying the fuck away from each other we will be back next week hopefully you will too until then goodbye, goodbye. Bye.